All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Ghost Vic. What is up? Hey, how's it going? I'm good, bro. How you been? You doing all right? Doing well, doing well. Blessed to see you another day. Yeah, me and you both, bro. All right, so before we get into your current projects and a little bit about your background, tell the listeners out there a little bit about how and when you first got into making music. Um, so I was born in New Jersey, uh, moved and lived between Nigeria and London. Um, you know, I started making music at a young age, probably about 13, 14. Um, I started engineering, producing, I was behind the boards, making beats. Um, you know, shortly after I, I came to the States in 2012, um, started my business, got to meet a lot of artists, and that's when I decided to make a, a jump over and say, you know, being a recording artist myself. So you actually did a lot of work behind the scenes, um, producing and things like that. So tell the listeners a little bit about that moment, though. You 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 had somebody with you that that kind of suggested that you ought to try the other side of the of, uh, of the camera, right? Correct. So you know, I did a lot of product, uh, a lot of production um, behind the scenes for a few artists, and you know, I, I worked with um, through my business. My business basically is an exotic concierge business where I do you know, private jets, cars. Uh, houses, uh, things like that. And I kind of did a lot of work behind the scenes with artists. You know, you've seen pictures of me with, uh, Faye Watt, Kodak Black, and the likes of many others. So, you know, being in the studio on one day on a beat that I actually, you know, put together for myself, um, and well, for someone else, sorry. And then I decided to hop on myself, you know, I got feedback from, um, a good friend of mine, King 98. Um, you know, I spoke, spoke with Zoe. Zoe was like, yeah. That's fire. And, you know, I got encouragement from a few other artists, too, that that were like, you know, you should hop on the track. You should be front and center. Um, you shouldn't feel, you know, worried or scared. You should feel free to express yourself through the platform. And so that's exactly what I did. Did you did you freestyle that night, that day, or, or, or was it stuff you written? No, it was, it was more of like uh, stuff that was on the flow. So it was mostly freestyles. Um, you know, like a few lines that have been in my head lingering, um, and I just put them together. Uh, it actually turned into a song, which is also going to be in my upcoming project, New York to Miami. Yeah, nice. Now, let me ask you the one more question on that. So, did you know you were pretty good at this, or did you, like, get a lot of encouragement and, and, then, and then maybe didn't realize you were as good as you actually are? I always had a feeling, you know, I always, um, I always said I was my biggest fan. I recorded, um, ever since I've been a producer, ever since I've been an engineer, you know, I've been recording myself. Um, I just never released the music. Uh, it was more of like for me to listen to and listen back to it. It was like a way for me to motivate myself, uh, keep myself ambitious and, you know, just instead of basically having a therapist, music was my therapist. Um, and whatever I felt, I just spoke into a mic. So for me, it was like one of those things that I've always been my own band, but I never saw myself um, actually being a recording artist until last year when I decided to, you know, break out of that shell and say, hey, I think it's time we, sh we share my truth with the rest of the world. That's what's up, man. Well, I'll listen to your song, and, and we'll get into it in just a minute. It's a really good song. Um, one more one more thing. When I was reading up on you, I was researching you, preparing for this interview, um, one of the things that caught my attention off of music, your music background, is the fact that you played professional soccer. 
Um, I'm all up about the World Cup. I've been watching the World Cup, and I've caught almost every game. Well, not all, but a lot of them. Um, touch on that a little bit. Tell, tell the listeners out there about your, 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 your professional soccer career. So I actually played soccer for um, ever since I was a baby. Um, you know, I was blessed uh, to have it lead me onto greater pastures, you know, um, playing in the U.K., playing in Nigeria, um, playing with the likes of, of some of the best players that you see. Um, unfortunately, my career was short-lived. Um, you know, I, I went through a whole bunch of injuries. Mm. Um, I did try to make a comeback upon coming to the States. You know, I had an opportunity to play um, Division One, Division Two, as well as um, get an offer towards the MLS. Uh, but I ended up, you know, the injuries just weren't getting any better. I was getting older, um, mm. and business started sparking my interest, especially, you know, I was, I was further in my craft as a producer. Um, I actually studied in college broadcasting, um, communications, media arts. So I kind of got into the whole TV, radio, um, and then I segued into my business. And I kind of just forgot all about the soccer after that. That's <laughs> wild. Yeah, it happens in life. You know, you, know you, just, you just can flip a chapter, man, and go on to the next one. Um, and it happens a lot with athletes. I know a lot of guys that – I know a couple Major League Baseball players that never can make it back. They had an injury. They got sent back to the minors to rehab, and they just never could – they never could make it back at that level again because it's just such an elite level of, of, of athleticism, and you have to be 100% healthy to stay there. You know, it's, exactly. it's, it's difficult. Um, are you following the World Cup at all, or did you, just, did you, did you completely abandon it as a fan also? <laughs> no, I am. I am following the World Cup. I would say um, usually, you know, uh, I do support Nigeria in the World Cup. Um, my significant other is from Argentina. She would love me to support Argentina. Yeah. I chose the same, but uh, right now I'm rooting for Morocco, you know. Maybe yeah, what a big win they got, huh? That was a huge win. Absolutely. Yeah, they got they won on penalty kicks, but they played a great game. Um, I'm happy. I was happy for them too. I was thrilled. I loved. I love watching all the reaction videos on TikTok too, of all the all the yeah. fans and stuff. And so I'm really much. I'm really much of you know like I support the underdogs. You know, I support history makers. Yeah. Um, and that's a big thing about me too is that I like breaking social norms. I like breaking norms. So um, seeing Morocco doing what they're doing in the World Cup, you know, like I can't not throw my whole support behind that. Of course. Yeah, I, tell you, I, I still think it's going to come down to France and Brazil. Them, them two teams are, like, unbelievably good. But you never know. I mean, the thing about this World Cup is it's, it's a lot of parity. There's a lot of teams that, are, exactly. that, 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 that can win this thing, you know? Exactly. And it's, it's also just the fact that, you know, in, in the sports world, anything can happen realistically. You know, yeah. whatever sport it is, whether it's soccer, whether it's the NBA, NFL, um, yep. all it takes is just one player's mind not being in the right place, the whole team not working as huge, and everything changes. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's get into your current projects. Um, you got you had this song called Baby Bump, so I listened to it three or four times. I really enjoyed it. I've read what the backstory is, but my listeners haven't. So tell my listeners a little bit about this song, the backstory, and how it, all, how it became a song. Absolutely. So, um, I just recently became a father, uh, first time. Nice. Father, to a beautiful, bouncing baby girl, uh, Rudy. Congratulations. And, you know, I appreciate you. Thank you. 
Um, and during the uh, third trimester of um, the pregnancy, you know, I'm, I'm in bed with my girl, and we're just kind of like talking it up and about, you know, the whole baby thing, how it's crazy it happened because none of us had, like, neither one of us had it in our plans. Uh-huh. Before I moved to Miami, you told me, hey, Jake, within a year of moving to Miami, you're going to be a father. I would have started bursting out in laughter, you know, and joking. But it happened, so it just shocked me because, you know, I'm looking at a bunch of friends, I'm looking at her friends, I'm looking at other people who they're currently in situations where, you know, they, they have pregnancies, they have uh, children on the way. There's these fathers that are just not stepping up to the responsibility. I feel like my life changed the second I found out I was going to be a father, you know. Yeah, that's because great. every single thing that I did, every way that I treated any woman um, would reflect on my daughter. So for me, I, I could I kind of found it crazy that that men step away from that responsibility when you know you do the do, you know the consequences, but when the consequences happen, you abandon the responsibility. So I kind of put that into a verse, you know, and, and I said I'm gonna get really controversial. I'm gonna say something crazy that every single person is gonna be like, "Did you really just say that?" And um, I'm gonna use it to open up a discussion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. I love it. I think it's a great message because there is far too many deadbeat dads out there that want to take off and you know hop around and, and and have kids with three or four different women and not be responsible. You know, now I'm not saying there's women out there that don't that don't create situations themselves, but at the same time, man, it's a, it's a great message. I think if you become a father, you know, it doesn't take a man to have a baby. You know what I mean? It takes a man exactly. to raise one. Um, exactly. Yeah, so it's a great message. Um, now, is there a video? Are you going to shoot a video for this song? So I am actually shooting a video. And with my project, I'll be dropping a lot of the videos as well. Yeah. Um, one of the major things was uh, for Baby Bump, um, with the current TikTok challenge, I will be flying out, um, you know, a few of the fans to be in that video. Because oh, I nice. Bring everybody a part of it. Um, so that's why we're kind of pending on to finally choose and select the winner. They're going to come down to Miami, um, enjoy a great weekend, get to meet me, see, see my lifestyle and things like that. And, you know, we're going to come together and we're going to create something really artistic to, to further push that message. Absolutely. Now, you have some success. I mean, you have a lot of, like, what, three, four 400,000 streams on your, uh, for, for your material? That's correct. So I've, I've gained quite some traction, you know, um, from my last EP and a, a few of the singles that I put out. Um, and I love to see that people are engaging with my music, you know, because every single song has a meaning to it. Some people take it as this music. I'm not a this rapper, you know. Uh, I'm not a battle rapper. Um, if you feel like it's a diss or it's a battle, it's obviously because I said something and it's things where it hurts. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Um, instead, I like taking that as an opportunity to open up conversation and get people to, to get to a point of self-actualization where you can sit there and you can say, you know, that actually hurt me, so I'm going to open up and talk about this and actually like, think through it. Yeah, man. So, like, when you write songs, like, you explained to us just a minute ago about how you wrote Baby Bump and how that came out. What about some of the other songs? Like, what what is it that inspires you to write um, is it things that you just come across your path in life and you just take a snapshot of that and then write a song about it? Is it past memories? Is it, is it, you know, or just, just, just kind of talk us about, talk to us about like what your creativity is. How, how do you, how do you come up with these songs? Sure thing. So most of my songs go off of, um, 
life situations and things that I've been through. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I, I battled a lot of adversity and challenges on the on the way to my rise. You know, on the way to becoming a successful businessman, on the way to navigating from an injury, which you know became a recession for me and a setback in my life. I I was able to turn that around. Um, you know, it was so easy and it was in front of me for there to be gang violence, for there to be um, drugs, for there to be weapons, you know, like all those things, scamming, like I, I was able to stay away from those things because I channeled my thoughts right and I just continued to persevere through these things. So um, for me, it's important that my music also helps show the, these things. So it could be like something I see on the news. And, you know, it sparks a rhythm in my head, and I'm just like, mm -hmm. I start humming it, I start laughing, I start, you know, putting it into lyrics. And I take my point of view, my personal life experiences, and I put it through those things. So sometimes I'm speaking from my point of view, but sometimes I see something on the news, for example, like, um, I made a song called Mama, it's out now as well. Um, and it was about making your mother cry. You know, I saw a mother crying because her son... I uh, was involved in some gang violence and got shot up. Oh, I wrapped the verse from his perspective. Gotcha. If I were him. You know what I mean? So I take I take influences, I take the environment uh, the environment around me and I try to control my environment. I try to control uh, the outcome of certain situations and I'm just putting that into my music where, you know, you can listen to my music and, and relate to it. How much does your mood dictate what type of songs you write? Like, if you're feeling really shitty about life and down, do you, do you tend to write stuff a little more depressing? And then when you're up and feeling great, do you tend to write about things that are more uppity? Does mood have a lot of impact on how you write songs? I will say that mood definitely does. Um, however, I would also say this, though. Because I've seen so much challenge and so much adversity, um, you know, I don't let my mood dictate my outcome. Um, I accept my mood, I understand my mood, and I try to change it and elevate that mood, right? So even if I'm going through a bad day, um, and it seems like I'm up against the wall, you know, my music isn't going to rap about being um, up against the wall. I'm not singing about uh, turning around and walking away. Instead, I channel that, and I'd rap about breaking through that wall, mm -hmm. if that makes sense to you. Yeah, it does. Yep, it does. Good answer. Um, all right, so you have an older EP you mentioned. Is that is that the LDN to Miami EP? Is, your, is that your older one? Correct. So that's London to Miami. Yep. A few, um, it was more like a, it was an instrumental EP, which um, kind of just conveyed a mood. With that, I didn't go with any lyrics for the simple reason that um, I wanted the understanding to be interpreted by anybody who listens to it, right? I named each track, but I also, um, you know, had each track have its own sound, its own rhythm, just so that everybody could listen to it and take the message that they take from it. Um, so it was more something really artistic for me, um, and it did pretty all right, you know? So, the, so, so there's no lyrics. How many songs are on that EP? I believe I did five songs in that EP. And and they're all musical, like you just produced and and mixed and and created uh, songs without lyrics. Are completely musical. Um, the good part about it is that I hold um, 
know, no no bars against people using them. Oh wow! I everyone to to put their vocals on it. I started a few challenges with it where it was like, hey, if you're a rapper, you know, jump on this. Um, That's a great idea. And pretty much what I wanted to do was, you know, I wanted to see everybody's different points of perspective, everyone's points of view, you know, um, different cultures. I had African people hop on it. I had um, a few French people hop on it. Nice. I had a few Americans hop on it. So for me, it was like more of, I wanted to show that even though we may speak different languages, we may speak different uh, um, cultures, we may be from different cultures, sorry. Um, you know, there's there's one universal language that we all understand, and that's instruments. That's yeah, music. and music, right. I actually use that line a lot because it's true. There's so much truth to that. Every culture on the earth for thousands of years has music. Exactly. Everyone, whether it's Native American, African, Asian, you know, Australians, I mean, everybody, even the Eskimos up in the North Pole got music. Everybody got music, man. <laughs> you know, that's what's wonderful about it. Yeah, it's like a universal medicine. That's how I see it. it. It really is, you know, it's a way of communication that if I'm sad, I can tell you I'm sad with, with just a few instruments. You know, give me that and I'll, I'll get you a piece. Yep. But then you could put like a Bruno Mars song in if you're sad and you're not you're not sad anymore like five minutes later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I love about music. All right, so your new EP, I'm not sure if you dropped it yet, uh, but it's called New York to Miami. So talk about that a little bit. So that's coming in January to start up the new year. Nice. Uh, just like the name, it pretty much goes in chronological order. So it's gonna be a story from you know when I first set foot into New York. And making my way down to Miami into fatherhood. Um, Baby Bump is also in that project, um, you know. And for me, it's it's this kind of play on my storyline, mm -hmm. which is going to allow people to get a better understanding of me, um, get a better understanding of the things that I've been through and outcomes that I sought after. Um, so I'm just really hoping that this project could help someone kind of like a guide a map um if you're in a tough time you're in a tough place um you feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel um i'm hoping that i could be you know a, a little torch that helps guide you through very nice so do you know can you can you share with us how many tracks you're gonna have on it so as of right now it's gonna be uh nine tracks on the ep um I, depending on, you know, how people are really bothered with it and, and um, you know, the, the lengths of which it takes me, I have three bonus tracks that I will also release um, for that EP as well. Good stuff, man. All right, so, I mean, we're, unbelievably, it's almost 2023, and, like, literally a few weeks, it's going to be 2023. Um, what are some of your goals? Like, where, where do you want to be a year from now? What do you want to get done in 2023? A year from now, I would I would definitely love to grow my platform. You know, um, I take I take music as a platform by which you know you can communicate with people um, and you can share your truth. Um, I would love my truth to touch as many hearts as possible. I would love to you know get out of my space right now. I'm in a lot of sub rotation. Um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of work on the ground here. Um, I would love to you know step into other cities and towns and, and just spread this as far as I can. You know, I'm very open to. To travel, I'm very open to communication. I'm very open to 
um, coming out and seeing as many people who support me and supporting them. Um, you know, like next year, one of the things that I do have is uh, a Sweet 16, and that's very important for the for the fan of mine. And so um, I want to do more things like that, you know what I mean, and, and give back. Because I always say my music for me is not about the money. I've done that. You know, it's not about the the cars. I've done that. It's not about the traveling. I've done that, too. The jewelry. I've done that. Um, it's more about getting back to the roots of understanding the human beings, the human beings, and I just want to spread love, joy, and, and, and leave a legacy behind so that I'm remembered when I'm gone. Yeah. You know, while you were while, while you were just saying that answer, it popped in my head. Did, do you remember the uh, USA versus Iran game? Correct. And do you remember at the end of the game when the Iranian players they were like literally crying on the field? Because you know, the other countries in, in in protest right now for women's rights and and the government was using the Iranian soccer team as propaganda, and they and they hated that. Um, but what I loved about the end of that game was you saw the American players, like literally embracing and hugging the Iranian players. Um, because it's not about politics on the field, you know what I mean? It's about it's about this right. love and, and love love your your fellow human. That, that's I, man, I do man. Every hair in my arm was standing up on my arm when I saw that. I wish the yeah, world could just be right, like right. that. And and that's the kind of love that you know we're trying to share um, with this project. So the team and I we've been working um, on really just making this as as not only emotional but as relatable as possible so that when you listen to that music, when you sing along with it, when you're dancing to it, um, you know, you're, you're in your head really visualizing, um, everything that that's being said, you know, I want my lyrics to be taken more than my beats are. I like it, man. All right. I got one more, one more, uh, question and then I'll let you tell everybody where they can follow you and get your music. This is a cool question. I, I have to be a try. I have to be honest with you. I stole this question from somebody. Um, well, I don't really steal it, but a lot of times when I have podcasts, I'll go to my social media and I'll put out there, hey, I got a guest coming up tonight, uh, and I'll tell them a little bit about the guest, and then I'll say, does anybody have any questions they want to ask? So this young lady said, yeah, ask this, this question. So this is a question I got for you. And, and it's going to be, you can only pick one of these two options. I'm going to give you two options. You can only pick one of them, okay? Okay. All right. What do you prefer more? Do you prefer creating a song, or do you prefer performing that song once it's created? I definitely prefer performing that song. Okay, cool. Tell me, tell me why. You know, creating, creating a song is great, and the reason why that's great is because you get to express yourself and you get to get things off of your shoulders, right? Yep. Um, that's one part of it. That's part of being an artist. You know, you're expressing yourself. And you express yourself. You let things off your shoulder. You let things out of your heart um, through your vocal cords into a microphone. You've channeled it into another piece, right? Performing that, however, you're physically channeling that into somebody else. Mm. You get to see the crowd interact with your music. You get to understand that it's bigger than you. It's, it's more than your, your selfishness. It's, it's more about selflessness. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's that you're pouring your heart into somebody else, and somebody else is looking at you and receiving your whole entire heart in one shot. So that feeling is nothing that could compare to it. Mm. Holding your mic up and hearing someone else sending back what you're giving out, that, that right there 
It's a feeling that can't be touched, that can't, can't be competed with. I think that's probably, I've probably asked that question about a hundred times now over the past few years. I think you just, you just probably answered it the best I've ever heard it answered. Um, and, the, and the good news about that question, there's really no such thing as a right or a wrong answer on that question. Um, but the way you described why you chose performing was probably the most eloquent and, the, and, the, and it painted the clearest picture I think I've ever heard so far. So that was great. That was a great answer. And it's true. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Ghost and Ghost Fix stands for the fact that I have, there's nothing to be hidden. You can see right through me. You know, I pull my emotions into everything. I can tell. I'm very thoughtful and I'm very thorough. I can tell, man. That's a quality. It's a good quality. All right, brother. Well, I enjoyed, really did. I really enjoyed talking to you. Um, you got a lot of talent, too. That song is great. And I, I can see some really good things coming from you. Um, just, just, you're just going to keep getting better and better and better and better. You got a great head on your shoulders. You got businesses. I mean, you just got your act together, man. So I think the sky's the limit for you. Um, I appreciate that. Of course, Thank man. So much. Of course, and I mean it. So before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to reach out to the fans, tell everybody out there listening where they can get your music, where they can follow you on social media. If you have a website, the mic is yours. Absolutely. So you can find me on any platform at all. Um, the name stays the same. It's Ghost Vic. That's G-H-X-S-T-V-I-C. Um, on TikTok, it's The Real Ghost Vic. Um, you know, and I look forward to connecting with as many of you as possible. My music is on all platforms. Um, feel free to hop onto the baby bump trends. There's trends going for, you know, get ready with me. There's dance trends. And there's also trends of beautiful, powerful, strong women embracing their baby bumps in the second and third trimesters. I love seeing those. I love seeing more life coming into, uh, into the world, uh, and bump into my music. So go ahead, stream up. Um, connect with me, message me, comment on anything, and I try to get to reach out to as many of you as possible. And I look forward to speaking with all of you. All right, man, great job. I appreciate you coming on the show. Whenever you got some new stuff, just let us know. We'll love to have you come back on, bro. Well, do absolutely. Thank you for your time. Yep. Be safe. Take care, brother. You too. Bye bye.